Here is what you missed this morning on the Catholic Morning Show. Uh, but right now, we're going to go to a book that was endorsed by um, the foreword was written by Dr. Edward and Beth Sari. Uh, the book is Life Giving Wounds, a Catholic Guide to Healing for Adult Children of Divorce or Separation. And right now, let's go to uh, the author of the book, as well as the uh, founder of the Apostolate of Life Giving Wounds, Dr. Daniel Miola. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Deacon. It's a pleasure to be here on the Feast of St. Nicholas, and yes. I know John can't be with us, but please give a shout-out to John. I've been a longtime follower and admirer of his work. Wow. I will, I will uh, you know, I, I might hesitate how quickly I share that with him, because we struggle to keep him humble around here, but uh, no, I appreciate you sharing those <laughs> kinds of words, and I will pass those along. We are blessed to have him as a part of our apostolate here, but uh, we have you on today to talk about your apostolate. And I, and I, I would uh, I would like you to get, share a little bit with with our listeners of how this apostolate got started, and um, you know how, how it can benefit some of our listeners who have been impacted by divorce and separation. Yeah, so life giving wounds is Catholic peer led ministry uh, that exists to give voice to the pain of adult children of divorce and separation, and to bring them Christ's healing through retreats, support groups, online ministry and resources, etc. It got started, um, well, first it was it was a need of mine. I saw a pastoral need. Then a lot of dioceses, there were groups for the divorcees, but not necessarily for the children trying to heal from them. And a lot of, I'm an adult child of divorce, and a lot of our problems often come up in young adulthood. And I really wish there was a pastoral ministry that I could turn to to help me through this uh, pain that kept coming up when I was dating or around the holidays, mm-hmm. when I'd see my family again. Etc. So it got started because I saw the deep pastoral need, uh, but also somewhat of providence. It's the fruit, the book and the ministry is the fruit of my doctoral studies at the John Paul II Institute for Marriage and Family in D.C., uh, my own personal journey, as I mentioned, but also importantly, uh, our pastoral experience of accompanying and helping to heal with Christ's love well over a thousand adult children of divorce as part of our ministry. Beautiful. The, uh, so clarify for me and for our listeners, it's uh, healing for adult children of divorce or separation. Is it uh, those who have experienced divorce at any time, uh, you know, from childhood and maybe just addressing it in their adult uh, adult life or more uh, more targeted towards, uh, you know, adults who are experiencing divorce and separation, uh, you know, of, of their uh, of their parents? Because I know, you know, again, going back to relating to my own experience, you know, the grieving process is different at different stages. That's right. Um, it's for anybody who's experienced the loss of the love of their parents together, whether that's due to divorce, separation, abandonment, cohabitation, dissolution. Adult children and divorce are the largest group. So it's whenever it happened, whether you were three or whether you were 28 or whether you're 45, because uh, unfortunately there's more and more uh, what's going on is called gray divorce when parents uh, call it quits in their 60s and 70s, unfortunately, so you have more adults. So it's, it's for all these groups because, exactly as you said, the grieving process um, happens at different stages and different times, and it's not often, to, you know, we thaw out at different times. Certainly, and the, uh, I think sometimes the, the, the thought or the consideration is that, well, children are resilient, and, and, and they'll learn to cope and adapt and, and do those things. So do you find, you know, or have you found, that as adults, you know, people are more readily able to identify with these wounds, or do you see there's some denial that, that, that still exists, that, that these wounds are there? 
Yeah, it, I mean, it's both and. Um, I think, so yeah, it's often not until young adulthood or adulthood that we can take a step back. We have enough independence, we have enough space from our parents and begin to look at the wounds and how it's affected our life. Uh, but yet there's also a lot of strong currents um, to to be silent about it, whether it's self-denial or you know, the pressure from society that, you know, hey, this is normal. Millions of children go through it. There should be no problem here, okay? Uh, to, you know, there's a lot of pressure as well to be silent because of, you know, just needing to deal with the family chaos and just mm-hmm. continue to be in survival mode. Or, you know, maybe we grew up really too fast and never really attuned to our emotional life because we were taking care of everybody. Uh, or maybe there's traumatic elements. And we know from other trauma studies that it's not until decades later that we can really uh, begin to enter into the pain. So more than self-denial, I like to say that there's a lot of uh, silence around the topic for different reasons, some emotional, some psychological, some pressure from the family um, and society that everything is okay when it's not okay. What are some of the wounds specifically that uh, that, that the book uh, will address? Yeah, so we identify seven different wounds and then, importantly, seven different life-giving remedies. Uh, to our knowledge, this is the first systematic Catholic treatment of the wounds of adult children in divorce, but also, importantly, of the life-giving remedies and response to the wounds. There's a lot of books about testimonies about children in divorce, but we really get into practically how do we heal. And the seven wounds that we've identified is one, that wound of silence that I just mentioned, this, this inability to grieve or even address it for various reasons. There's a wound to the faith. There's a wound to identity, a wound of a damaged vision of marriage, a wound to our emotional life and the wound of sin. They often go hand in hand, the wound of unforgiveness, and then kind of a catch-all we call the wound of uh, unhealthy family dynamics. So those are the seven wounds just very quickly. And, um, we also give seven life-giving remedies. So I just want to say at the outset, I know we only have a few minutes here that, it goes deep and affects so many areas of life. Yeah. This is not an insignificant minor wound that kids can just bounce back from after a few years. Well, yeah, and I think, you know, even in my own experience, it was when, uh, you know, gratefully, my, my parents got me, my mother specifically got us into some counseling, you know, soon after mm-hmm. uh, their separation divorce, and I was uh, about third grade age at the time. And... Um, but, you know, as I mentioned, there's there's different grieving at, at different stages of, of life. And, you know, I think there was some identification on my, in my own life where when I saw that the, the wound was from suffering the loss of that first image of God as our parents, as, as co-creators, and uh, that first image of love, you know, fractured, mm-hmm. that, that, you know, it took that identification then to begin, you know, sort of, sort of going down the path of my own sense of healing. I love this idea of, of mm-hmm. life-giving remedies, right? Because I think sometimes I'm going to go back to some advice my father gave me, and that was, you know, once we've identified a problem, it can be no longer an excuse in our life. And so we have to begin to address it. So when we see this wound, talk about, talk about this, the, some of these life-giving remedies that uh, you provide for, for the reader. Yeah, and just thank you for sharing your beautiful testimony. And um, it's absolutely true that even if you get counseling as a children, as a child, it comes up at different stages, milestones, every holiday, by the way, because um, the dysfunction and separation of the parents remain. Mm-hmm. And so it continues to affect us throughout life. So absolutely agree with what you're saying here. Um, some of the life-giving remedies, I know we don't have a lot of time, but for instance, I can go just briefly mention them if you want to know yeah, more. Yeah, we've, we've, uh, we've, got, we've got five minutes at least, so go ahead. Oh, great. 
Um, so, for instance, the first wound, the wound of silence, we talk about the necessity of grieving. Like you said, uh, we can't heal if we don't know what the problem is. And so we have to give ourselves permission to grieve, to be affected, to have wounds, and to vulnerably name them and ask God to reveal them. So expose ourselves um, to Jesus and ask him, show me the truth of my wounds, and then to legitimately grieve. There's an injustice here. There's a real loss. Even if the divorce was uh, necessary for personal safety in, in the right. you know, most extreme case right, of abuse, there's still a loss. Right. There's two losses then. There's the abuse plus the loss of your parents' love together, because we know what God wanted for every child was to experience his parents' love together in a, in a marital union that lasts for life. Mm-hmm. So um, that's the first one is, is grieving and entering the, into that. Blessed are those who mourn. For the wound to faith is recovering faith. There's so many times in Scripture that faith and healing are connected. Actually, the word for, in Greek, salvation is sozo, which means healing and wholeness. It's, it's essential to salvation to recover faith. So we talk about what does it mean to recover faith uh, when you feel not only that you've been abandoned by your parents, but so often adult children divorce talk about feeling abandoned by God, um, whether that's due to what seems like... Um, and I say seems like God's passivity, maybe not answering our prayers for our right. parents to stay together, seems like he doesn't answer our prayers. How do we deal with this stuff? Um, he is, of course, answering them. So we have to recover faith, and that can only be done through personal prayer, but also a re-understanding of who God is. How does he answer our prayers? Um, a big turning point for me was dealing with this question of unanswered prayers, of discovering how Christ was answering my prayers. Uh, I had a good spiritual director who said, you know, Christ's answer to all of our prayers for our parents to stay together or to fix their problems, to have a healthy marriage, etc. His first answer always to all of our prayers is to give his presence. Mm. And that kind of rocked my world because, you know, so often our answer is looking for what we want. Um, and, and certainly God didn't want our parents to stay together and have a loving union. But um, he always responds to our prayers with his presence and his love. And I think that was a deep uh, conversion point for me that, okay, he was answering it in a different way than I expected. Um, I could say more about that. And the book gets into a lot of that struggle and drama. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think for the, the uh, wound of identity, I can keep going. Yeah, well, okay. I do. I do want to, you know, touch on, on another point real quick because, as as you mentioned, uh, you know, it is the holidays, and these the, these wounds. I think even if you're working to address them or you have addressed them, they can uh, crop up this time of year when you know when you're trying to uh, sort out, you know, which. Uh, which family are you going to prioritize this holiday? You know, and it gets even more complicated right. when you have in-laws. And then if both, if both uh, spouses or, or, you know, a couple come from, you know, uh, fractured homes. And, and, and I also want to highlight sometimes divorce is necessary. But, but the, the reality of the wound is, is what it is. Do you have any practical quick tips uh, for those who are kind of entering into this season of celebration of Christmas with a sense of dread? Because, uh, you know, they're going to be visiting two different homes in, in, in um, the difficulty that that, that presents. 
Yeah, I mean, I have a lot, and uh, you can check out our blog, lifeskinwomens.org slash blog, and we have, like, a whole series of posts about how to navigate the holidays. Wonderful. Also, you know, please pick up our book. We have a lot of tips to help you with your various situations. But, yeah, I just want to first acknowledge the pain. You know, we feel like we're torn between multiple worlds. And, I mean, I guess the first thing to remember, you know, our, our culture puts a lot of emphasis on family around the holidays. And just to remember the religious meaning of the holidays, that Christ, right? Christ transcends um, our family, as good as, or as bad as that experience is. Um, so just to keep turning towards Christ when things get difficult. Remember, Christ is the reason he came. He became man. He incarnated as man um, to uh, to alleviate the suffering that you're experiencing. That, that's the meaning of Christmas. Christmas is not just... Um, to give. It's not just this, you know, innocuous giving or innocuous, oh, your family is what matters. No, first and foremost, it's, it's Christ who redeemed us to save us from sin and suffering. So just to lean into the deep religious experience um, and meaning of Christmas. Um, and then second, I mean, definitely in a healthy way, you know, God says, love your neighbor as yourself, right? There's that of yourself, like, you know, self-sacrifice, love, your family, but but also there's a good self-love that needs to happen. So taking time to be, um, to contemplate with Jesus, to have moments of joy, that, you know, friends that you can text, you know, when things are difficult right. to lean on, you know, to, to turn towards um, the community God has given us that is life-giving. Um, there's, again, a lot more tips that I could give, but yeah. my top two would be to seek out uh, community, that is life-giving when it is difficult, even if that's just a text message or a phone call to a friend. And then second, to lean into Jesus, um, because he is the reason for Christmas, even right. beyond our family. And I think that's an important lesson to remember. He's Dr. Daniel uh, Miola. And Bethany is your wife. I, I'm going to make that assumption. Yes, that, yeah. that was my it's, wife. Uh, co-op. Th- thank you both for doing this work and putting this book together. Uh, it's Life-Giving Wounds, A Catholic Guide to Healing for Adult Children of Divorce or Separation. And you said the blog is lifewounds.org? Is that right? Uh, lifegivingwounds.org slash blog. Very good. We'll post this up uh, on our... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we've got time. Can I just make one other plug since this is Iowa Catholic Radio? Yes. We are coming to Iowa. We're going to be leading a retreat in Sioux City. We are partnering with the Diocese of Sioux City. So if you're struggling with these pain and this problem around the holidays, uh, please come to our Life-Giving Wounds retreat you know the uh, in the Diocese of Sioux City. Do you know the date right off the top of your head? Yeah, uh, it's, it's March 15th to 17th. Okay, make um, sure we get that information. We will... Uh... We, we will promo that here on, on Iowa Catholic Radio because uh, I think it would be worth many people to invest in the short drive from here to, to Sioux City or the, you know, wherever that uh, retreat is being held because uh, I know there's people that, uh, that need the healing. And it sounds like you guys have a great, uh, great list of remedies that, that will be applicable to, to anyone in any stage of, of their uh, healing process or even just identifying the wound. Thanks again so much. Uh, have a blessed Advent. Uh, Merry Christmas. And we will... Most definitely talk to you again in the future. Thank you, Deacon. You bet. God bless. Listen to the Catholic Morning Show weekday mornings at 7 on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network, iowacatholicradio.com, or the Iowa Catholic Radio app.